Hey, thanks for joining us here on another episode of About Fate. Uh, wherever you're listening from, I do want to thank you for coming back. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, I do appreciate everybody that does check it out each week. Uh, today, we have a longtime friend, a brother. Uh, so this should be a good podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll share some laughs. We already laughing. <laughs> we already been laughing before the podcast even started. So I'm sure we'll have some good laughs. We have uh, Elder Brian Davenport with us on today. How are you doing today? I'm good, sir. I'm good. Like I said, I was thinking, like, man, when is the first time I message? I just feel like you just woke up and like, hey, yeah, that's CJ. So yeah, all the way back from the. LMCA days, you know, so it's like I can't remember a time where, like, hey, I'm Brian, hey, I'm it, CJ type. Right. It's just like he's always been there, so yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah. Back to the basement days at the UN church, yeah, basement days. <laughs> Ch- children's, children's, like, church. children's church, like, and I don't really, I don't remember, but again, like you say, it's just like, yeah. oh, we've always been around, um, and you've always been around, not just yeah. you, but like Clarence and yeah. the rest of everybody else. Yeah. You're like, I don't remember when we ever would have introduced ourselves, but it, it's it, just it been there. With, with my dad and your uh, granddad. Yeah, some like sometimes yeah. doing that yeah. <laughs> back in the I, day. I so going to his house back in the day. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's I mean, it's funny how like parents and grandparents and things like that have friendships and it just gets passed down yeah. and it just mesh and you just. Yeah friends with that kid. I mean, it doesn't work like that all the time, but it's funny how it's like yeah. that. And you're like, I don't never remember yeah. when we first met, but yeah. you know, like you said, it's just like we always been there. So I won't take up too much of your time today. I'm pretty sure we'll have some good things to talk about. I'm pretty sure you was like, I don't know why CJ never asked me to come. <laughs> I had asked everybody else around. <laughs> no, hey, hey, you know, this is not me anyway. So this is my first, maybe first, last, I don't know, podcast. So, you know, this, this is out of my uh, uh, norm, so but I appreciate the opportunity to you know have a conversation with you. So yeah, I do appreciate it. Yeah, and I know I, you got some I good stuff. Like man, when he gonna call me? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you got some good stuff to say, even about you know I mean, as we get talking, like you say, we always do. Like we was talking about before, right? We talk, we just have conversation anytime about the word of God. You know, yeah. you know how it goes. We get yeah. the group of fellows together that love yeah. the Lord and yeah. just love the things of God. You know, we'll be at. You know, we've worked in a lot of different. Mm-hmm. Ministries together too, streets, which people streets, yeah. juvenile, juvenile centers, yeah. uh, and we end up standing there talking. <laughs> so you forget yeah. about where you are and just get caught up in the moment. But um, but we've already introduced you, you know, your name. Like, I guess just give a little background, you know, for like where you grew up, like where you're from, things like that. Yeah. So uh, from Dallas, Texas, Oak Cliff, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved around so I can say DeSoto, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All around, you know. But uh, it, it's crazy, you know. Uh, I was thinking about it, you know. Um, how, like how we say, how we just, just things just happen. And I was just thinking about how, like, generations affect to where you at now. Right. So I was thinking about, like, man, because my mom is from uh, Longview, Texas. And my dad is from uh, New York State, Albany, New York, the capital of uh, New York. So you'd be like thinking like, man, how in the world did this, these two meet? You know, right, right, everybody right, got right. a purpose. And uh, it's crazy because I was, you know, my uncle's a pastor and um, um, he went to school in New York and he met my aunt, which is my dad's sister. So through that, um, you know, they start talking, they got married, they moved to Texas. So their first child, they have uh, Deatra, uh passes away. Mm-hmm. So my dad is in New York. He hears about 
my aunt's daughter passing away. I think baby is maybe two or three months years old. Died while my uncle was ministering, you know. Wow. So he's preaching, you know, and his baby, they was like, hey, you may want to go check. You know, his baby dies while he's ministering, I believe, in Nacogdoches, uh, Texas. So my dad's not saved at the time. Here's this, you know, and goes, you know, to comfort his sister because they were close. My right. aunt and my dad. So through that, you know, my dad gets saved through that and then, you know, um, goes to full gospel. My mom's at full gospel. Then boom, you know, it happens here. I come. So it's yeah. like sometimes through things like trials or things that look like a bad situation, you know, something, you know, comes out of it. You know? Right, right, right. So through that that tragedy, I probably wouldn't be here. You know, right. my cousin, you know, you know, sad say wouldn't have passed away. I may have not been here. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So God has a purpose and a plan for you know, for everything, but, you know, through that raised in church, like I said, we church boys. So right. we, that's one thing I know is church. You know, I did street ministry, but I know church, you right. know, that's, that's right. my, that's my life, man. Um, and I love it. You know, I wasn't a kid to where it was like, man, I don't want to go to church, but church was exciting. Cause you know, you had friends, right. Right. You had Papa Bell with the candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> you could get some nachos at right. church, right. you know? So, you know, you they had pork chop baskets, you know, we I, remember, had, I remember this. So all that unnecessary stuff about the, about <laughs> yeah. church. I don't ever remember this. And be like, yeah, we, we had church. The choir was good. I, I was like, man, we used to have nachos. You could get candy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I was going to talk to my friends. Yeah. Like, that's really how, I re like you say, you grow up in church and you do have those friendships. You have yeah. all these like memories about yeah. growing up in church. And like you said, like it was, that's what I know. Like, I don't know. Like you know, like you said, you do street ministry. Like yeah. you know, I may have did some stuff in the street, but that wasn't my yeah, that wasn't yeah, my, my life. My that. Yeah, my daddy wasn't well when I say he wasn't a gangster. So I don't know his previous life he <laughs> may have been a gangster, but ever since you know, I didn't have any. You know, I I had like you know kinfolk that may have uh, left the church and went to the streets, right? But they was church kids like me. Like right. even on my mom's side, you know, uh, she grew up in a different denomination. But when I would go to my cousin's house, we was at church, yeah. you know, at, a, at that, that other nomination. So, yeah, that's that's the way it was, you know. And, how did, and you said you liked it, uh, like growing up at church and mm -hmm. everything about it. Um, any like fun memories besides just the, the pork chop baskets <laughs> and the candy? Uh, what, what was like everything you actually liked about growing up in church? Man, I, I like the, you know, the atmosphere. Man, I love music, so I would love hearing like the organ, the choir, uh, the choir direct. Man, you know, I would love, you know, sometimes you'll see Apostle. You'll be excited when you'll see Apostle uh, after service walking down the middle. Yeah. So things like that, man, the, the the atmosphere, the shouting. You know, people shouted different back then. Right. You know, you had to move chairs, boy. People would shout wild, <laughs> happy everywhere. Right. So uh, that that atmosphere, man, being in that atmosphere, even like I loved when we used to travel to like different churches and you just meet kids uh, that, you know, you may be close to today. Right. They was little kids or families, you know, yeah. uh, going to Cleburne, the former pastor there in uh, Fort Worth, you know, going to Austin, you know, just traveling and, and uh, being in revivals, tent revivals, things like that, being in plays, you know, uh, you know, I was never Jesus in the play, but uh <laughs> They always made you a shepherd or a disciple. Yeah, unless you was popular. Then <laughs> you get to be. You had to be a certain height <laughs> <laughs> to play Jesus in the play. But just but those memories like that, man. I remember like going to prayer service and then just seeing like, 
you know, how we had like the little, uh, I say word of faith to go forth when the service get quiet and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And you would see that in the press service, uh, hear that, you know, so things like that, man, those are some of my fondest memories yeah. uh, in church. Do you remember, I remember talking to somebody doing that episode and they talked about like remembering like messages, even at that early age, mm-hmm. even if they weren't saved. And I know we'll get to like when God forget, uh, yeah. do you remember like messages during that time, like growing up? Uh, I know a lot of times like with a, with a pastor, like it's even, yeah, it's easy to remember, especially like Lil Biz, because the way he preaches all the time, it, it yeah. is easy for things to like stick with you. What yeah. about you? Did you remember a lot of those? Like, I remember the themes of the message, not the certain title. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, if you don't get right, you're going to hell. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or faith messages, things yeah. like that. Um, you know, healing messages. I remember too, like seeing like um, the crutches. Uh, oh, I don't see. I don't remember that. I heard him talk about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, you I remember don't... that seeing the crutches on the side of the uh, the altar. In the prayer room with the red carpet, things like that. But yeah, his messages, you know, when he just, you know, like they would say his eyes red, his cheeks shaking. Uh, I want you to remember. I think communion was probably like the the most <laughs> messages that I would remember yeah, about right. those communion messages because it was like so serious and, and those things were like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember like, like my thing, like remember because again, I, I was in Grand Perry because my grandfather was pastor, fellowship pastor. Mm-hmm. And so like you know, mine's a little different. I just remember coming over a lot until I got old enough to, right. until we got, until we came back to Dallas, you know. Right. Um, but I, like, I will remember those times, right, at the, at the, like, uh, when we go to, at the, at that time, it was the Grand Kempinski. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right there. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a vacation, man. <laughs> Even our summer vacation was church. You know I know. We didn't go to Florida. We went to Convocation. vacation, right? Yeah. You got to see, like, and then yeah. you spent all day at church. You yeah. know what I mean? Pretty yeah. much. You went to Seminole early in the morning yeah. before morning service. Yeah. Then you went to church in the morning. I don't, I don't remember any morning service from the child. I don't remember morning service. <laughs> like, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't even go to like they lived to have them little children workshop. Yeah, like that. I remember we stayed like one time. I felt like we was big time. You know. Yeah. We got to stay at the hotel one time. I think my dad was preaching like morning service that year, so we got to stay in the hotel. So I remember the night. I think I remember when he preached that morning. But you know, growing up, I didn't remember like a lot of the morning services. And then uh, we used to sit by the band. So you know, I was a lover of music. So we. I don't remember even like sometimes I look at the old tapes and I said like oh that dude preached the uh, convocation yeah it's, that? bishop so and so yeah I remember Miles but sometimes the mother preached I'm like oh, they preached. I don't remember <laughs> it yeah and th- and they'll say like people you know that come by like you know uh, woods and stuff yeah. like that like yeah. I'm like I don't even remember yeah, them growing up we got to LBJ yeah and yeah. they and they were they were there and sometimes yeah. that at at those old places and you're like I don't even remember this but mm-hmm. I do remember those times like standing down there going to those workshops and. Um, a lot of that stuff, you know, it stays with you as you yeah. get older, right? Like, I remember coming for like we used to call it the big church, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you come to the big church for homecoming. I remember we would they would pedal all the kids to this one auditorium for because <laughs> it, it wasn't enough room right. in the main sanctuary for the kids yeah. and for the adults. So we get we all get pedaled to like that yeah. the main the sanctuary, room, yeah. yeah. Um and the extra thing, I don't even remember. Uh, you know, I remember stuff like that. Uh, I don't, and be honest, I don't remember like the U Congresses and things like that because I never did anything in them growing up. But yeah. I don't really remember a it lot was, of. It was just church. Yeah, it was just like it was normal, <laughs> yeah, right? It was yeah, like, yeah. whereas people like, and it, it, I don't want everybody to think like 
because I don't. I'm sure you don't. You like you don't take it for granted, no, right? No, like I not at it. all. Like yeah, that upbringing, you you realize like people talk about being sheltered, and I'm thankful for some of the sheltering mm -hmm. that did happen in my life because you never yeah. know like where would it took you if yeah. you were not if you didn't like. Because like I even feel like when I started to try to do certain things, it pulled me back because right. of all this stuff I had in me. Like yeah, like you said, like I remember growing up and working on the camera, pulling the little cable. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I snuck on that thing because you know I was like I didn't know how to get in the dough, so that was like I just picked up the cord one day. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm on the pulpit getting fussed at. I'm like, I want to serve. But. I guess the point, like, you know, we grew up in church and we just yeah. had, like, you know, we have a lot of church memories. Um, do you remember, like, I know looking back, do you remember there was a time, like, when God started really dealing with you about actually being uh, saved and getting your life right? Was it over a period of time? Or, like, what was it like for you? Were you just in church and not, like, I love it because this is what I know, but mm -hmm. I'm really not saved at this point. Yeah, I feel like, you know, uh, VBS, man, like if I had like probably the worst experience of church it was probably VBS. <laughs> <laughs> I never went to any one of them. But first is like summer's super hot. Yeah. Um, you know, then you like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to fend for yourself. Right. You know? Um, and then you got the pranksters there, you know, like, so the older kids were pranks, uh, the young kids. So you ain't getting no sleep because I didn't want to get pranked. Right. And then they made you have church. Uh, and they had the tent <laughs> revival. So and then uh, Bishop Kill would preach like the preach about Athaliah. Like we can't, we don't know nothing about no Athaliah, but he would preach it so scary. <laughs> like it was like equivalent to like a ghost camp story. Yeah. You know, you scared walking back. You thinking a snake going to bite you or something. He just... <laughs> But it was a service man there where it just like got my attention. And I went down, you know, you was a kid, you know, when you kid, you go down to the altar all the time. Pastor Mary preaches about here, we'll go down there. All right. And I remember uh, that's probably like the introduction where God will, you know, was dealing with me. Um, and that hearing that message, I don't even know what he preached, but I remember he had like a massive altar call. And uh, just, just, you know, he was kind of like equivalent apostle when it came to like mm -hmm. putting that fear in your heart. Right. So uh, just having that God conscious, but I just feel like, man, I didn't stick with it. I mean, I wasn't a bad kid. I wasn't on drugs or nothing like that. But I didn't like just, you know, hey, I'm going to start reading my Bible. I'm going to start praying. You know, uh, I went back to being a kid, you yeah. know, doing what kids do, right. you know, uh, lying, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just doing what, you know, what, what kids do. But um, I think, you know, where God just really started to deal with me, uh, probably when I got like 18, 19, you know, and when you're a kid, or, you know, at that age, you're looking for purpose. And, you know, I was in um, heavy, like I said, I love music and I was in band. Like I started in band and like, you know, LMCA, we had the recorders. That wasn't my, started my love for music, you know, yeah. playing the recorder, but yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's been a part of my life. Right, know? right. But um, elementary, um, I was in band and I wanted to play the saxophone. It's like, nah, you got, you're going to play baritone. You sound like you should play the baritone. I'm like, I, don't, I just want to, I want to play a cool instrument. So I was playing baritone uh, at school. And so that started my music. And then I just stuck with it until, you know, I got into uh, college and uh, I had got a scholarship at PV to uh, play in the marching band. So it was my life, man. I was in high school. I was in jazz band, man, a uh, uh, symphonic band, marching band, pep band, all this stuff. So, uh, you know, music was a big part of my life. Uh, but it, it, I remember on campus, man, it was like my birthday. I was turning, uh, I believe, 18 or 19 years old and mm -hmm. uh, not saved. And just you know how you just reflect over your life, it's like man, yeah. what what am I doing? Like what is what is my purpose, man? This right. this this can't be it. And just just reflecting. And I remember um, I didn't do too well in school because all I care about was music. And um, 
you know, Pee Wee was a party school anyway. Yeah. So I already knew if I got saved coming back, you know, I wouldn't be strong enough. Right, know? right, right. So it, it was a lot of things going on, parties, drinking, uh, a lot of things that, you know, that took me out of my environment. I would still go to church, though. You know, Sundays, uh, they would uh, have a bus and take us to like another church that was a different denomination and things like that. But I knew I needed to be saved. So that's crazy. At school, they would come pick y'all up mm-hmm. for y'all to go to church. Was it that specific church sent in the van or was it just the school had this set up? Uh, that church. I okay. mean, they would send a van. So what they would do is they'll send a van. We'll go. Uh, they'll introduce us. Hey, we got some students for PB here. Then they'll feed us, then send us back to campus. You know. Oh, wow. And then sometimes I would go to chapel they had uh, on campus on uh, on Sunday. So I still knew that <laughs> Sundays was, was God, was yeah. God day. But um uh, still, really, no purpose in that in the music and the things like that. Yeah, but so you said he was like you start feeling like you know what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Was it at that time like God started speaking to you? Or was it still like you were just still like struggling through it, just trying to like go go through your daily life? Cause I know sometimes, especially yeah. when you grow up in church, you hear it and you mm-hmm. know it's the Lord dealing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's what the Bible say: like nobody can come to the Father except the Son drawing. So you know mm-hmm. the Son is drawing you. Yeah, and so like. I'm sure you knew what this feeling was right. when you first started feeling it, but right. uh, we all can be honest with ourselves. You, you, you enjoy what you're doing, right? Right. You know what I mean? People yeah. try to act like now, like ah, yeah. I was out there. I'd be like, no, you yeah. did. You enjoyed it. That's why it took yeah. you yeah. 20 years to go. <laughs> yeah. Especially black band. Black band was fun. You know? <laughs> Black marching band, you know, we had the battle of the bands. You know, nobody came to see the football team. They came to see the band. You know, you dancing. I ain't had that much rhythm, but you know, <laughs> but you was out there. And you <laughs> was like, there. like you said, you was doing yeah. what you felt was fun. Right. Um, and you said like you was looking for purpose. And how long, like, did God deal with you in that time? Um, it was when I came back home, you know, from Preview, and um, so like the whole back. year, or uh, the when the semester ended, mm-hmm. it was time the summertime, yeah. So, um, you know, that that March was, you know, my birthday's in March. That's when I kind of had that, you know, like that glaze. I was just walking on campus just by myself, it was like a Sunday, you know, and then just just thinking, you know, what's my purpose? You know, what what am I doing? And I remember just um, after that, you know, semester ended back home summer, didn't do too good in grades and things like that. And I remember going to church and it, it's almost like, you know, you, you had this knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. But it's like saying yes, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I would never was a agnostic. Like, man, God ain't real. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't seen too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like God just saying, "Hey, you need to just choose this day who you gonna serve." Right. It's kind of like being like a chosen people, like you are not like these Hebrew Israelites, but like, yeah, <laughs> like the like, the, like <laughs> yeah. the Israelites. You know, yeah. like you're God's chosen people. Like, yeah, full gospel puts this stamp on you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, yeah, people know. Go nowhere. I, I remember like trying to cuss in high school. They're like, boy, you church, boy, what you doing cussing? I know. And you ain't never told nobody you was a part of a church. You know? Yeah, yeah. Even though I love church, I wasn't the person like witnessing on my school, letting them know, hey, yeah. you need to come to my church on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, you know what I'm saying? But you said you was like at the glade and you came home. Was it like, you like I think you were saying it was like a Sunday that you came. You went, was it like well, you went to church? Sunday when I had that reflecting, you know, on my birthday. Um, just reflecting over life. It was because I know it was the weekend because it wasn't no class and there wasn't a lot of people on the campus, but I was just, you know, just reflecting over my life, man. And just, just mm-hmm. thinking, you know, uh, what, what's next, you yeah. know what I'm saying? What's next. But the summer's time is like when I feel like, Hey, I need to give God a yes. And you know, like people say, I don't remember the message. And this is like, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the message. It was just like, you know, it just feel like something was pulling you to the altar. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like something. And, and it's crazy, too. I was, I know somebody. I think that was I forgot. I actually somebody was preaching 
And uh, they was like, man, people can twerk, you know, on TikTok. They can do all this. But when it comes to the altar, you know, you like tits up, get shy. But you can do all this stupid stuff, man. You can be on the field dancing and stuff like right, that. Right, but right, right. It's just a simple come. And um, and that's what I did, man. It's just like, I was like, man, it's just time to get my life right. You know, that I didn't come that Sunday morning to the altar. But I was like, man, Sunday night, I'm, I need to get my life right. I need to make that public yes yeah. to God. What was this? What you remember where you was? Yeah, we ain't gonna laugh about <laughs> Yeah, I was saved. Uh, <laughs> I got to look at the previous podcast, but I was saved. Uh, <laughs> um, I was saved July the third, uh, two thousand and fifteen. I'm sorry, not not two thousand fifteen, two thousand and five. Yeah, okay. I'm like, I know it was before me. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, two thousand and five, July the third, two thousand. Okay, that's a long time, man. You know, yeah. like people try to say, you know, uh, it's funny because you think about it now. I'm like, oh, you've been saved for a while. How you used to hear people talk about being saved for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And then you got to look up, and like you say, like, this yeah. will be it'll be twenty years. You almost said twenty years. Yeah, I was counting them. I was like, I don't want to be the people like. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'll be thinking about aging, like, man, I ain't even gonna count, but I, I, you know, you do the math, like, yeah, maybe like what, 17 years, 17, 18 years, yeah. So, so you don't even, yeah. you start thinking about it. I mean, and it just goes by, like, you know, some people like, oh, they say, I mean, I don't know, I know, did nobody give me like two weeks and do all right. that stuff with me? I guess right. I got played out right. yeah, <laughs> by right. the time, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you say growing up in church, they put you to work already, yeah. <laughs> you're on the streets the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have time for two weeks, yeah. but uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean that's a blessing to see, like to see and hear that you know you've been saved since almost twenty years now, you know eighteen years mm-hmm. uh, coming up. So uh, since you since you were a church kid, I'm gonna ask you this question: When you come out the prayer room, did your hands look new? Did your, <laughs> did the wall. <laughs> hey, it was funny because uh, one of the elders would pray me through. And uh, he was like, you could go back to your seat. He like, you got it. I was like, it, I didn't get my testimony or nothing. <laughs> he was like, oh, we, we know you got it, you know. So, but I I don't say my hands look new in my feet, you know. But it, it did feel like a weight was lifted off me. I remember uh, the experience of going home. It just felt like a peace, man, um, a restfulness going to sleep, man. Yeah. It just felt peaceful. It feels you know? different. Yeah, that's what I tell people. It always feels like, like, that's how it felt for me, just mm-hmm. like. Peace, and sometimes you didn't even really know that's what you was looking for, right? But right. you like once you get the Holy Ghost, and mm-hmm. you're like, that's exactly what I need, and that's what the Bible say. I mean, yeah. that's joy, yeah. that's peace, that's righteousness, and it's found in the Holy Ghost. So, like, yeah. you don't realize those are the things you you yeah. were searching for yeah. until like, you know, you actually get it, and you like, man, this is exactly what I. I mean, I know, I know, I remember I slept like a baby. I thought I got yeah, feel. I <laughs> I felt like a hand just came down and just put me to sleep. Man. I know, for real. Yes, you just you like, <laughs> you sleep. And I was telling somebody this other day, I was like, a yeah. uh, conversation. I, I may even say it on a podcast. I was like, man, I used to like, every night, even before, even when I was doing wrong, I knew mm-hmm. I was going to do right. And I was still like, just church. Like, right. I was saying my prayers. I was like, right. what am I saying about prayer? <laughs> I know. I know what I get up. I'm ready to go find, yeah. like, whatever I can. So I like, get into, but like, I'm still doing like, just stuff you know. Right. To do right, like I even remember, like you know, they used to have like, uh, you know, the when the iP- iPods first came out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, I remember, like, even the music, even though I wasn't saying I was putting like church music on there, I'm like, yeah. why do I put church music? <laughs> I would listen to church music and smoke weed, like it don't even make sense, like you know yeah. what I mean. But like just stuff like, and I remember sitting in the car with like somebody, and 
they were we were smoking and they was they had my iPod and they was listening to church music. Like, why are we listening to yeah. church music yeah. while we smoking? We, but it was just like people don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people are looking for peace and they, you don't realize that's what you're searching for, man. That's that's a wonderful testimony. I'm glad. Uh, again, I've been knowing you for a while because I came in like three years after you, yeah. uh, and so it's been a blessing. I know we talked about like we worked in ministry together, right. uh, youth village and all this other stuff and street service and. Uh, I don't remember if you were that youth service, but I think you were. Yeah, uh, youth service. service. Yeah, the, uh, the downfall. But, you know, youth service and all of that. Um, but I was telling people, because we know, we know it, right? You get saved, and that's mm -hmm. not the episode to end, right? We have an enemy mm -hmm. um, that's trying to devour us, trying to get us to go back. I mean, that's even that's what Jesus said. It's, Satan desires to sift you as wheat, right? right? And that's not just for, that wasn't just for Peter. Yeah. That's for all of us. He's trying to, he's trying to sift us as wheat. And so we have those trials we're going to go through. We have those things. Um, I just want to know, like, do you have something like that, that some experiences that you've been saved that you can share with people, you know, and just your time going through those and how God, like, you know, yeah, uh, brought you out of those situations. Yeah, especially you know, I think one of the biggest things is uh, when my dad passed. You know, losing a, a um, especially a family member, but um, you know, your your parent. Mm -hmm. Man, it's a hard thing, and you save. And then you know, my dad was a minister, and um, we would talk all the time because you know I'm young, going into uh, ministry and things like that. So he was, you know, I would call him up, talk mm -hmm. to him, and things like that. And I remember. Um, I remember it was like uh, around December, man, he had got a stroke and uh, I got a call and it was like, oh, yeah, he's in the hospital. And then um, I remember a few, you know, after a few months, uh, summer, you know, he had passed away, you know, around the summertime. And, you know, that's hard because you, you're still young. Right. And you still want that that guidance and you still want that grooming. You know, and then, it, you know, you have that person that's easy to talk to with the word. You know, they ain't trying to outdo you because they studied more and, yeah. you know, come up with a uh, deeper scripture. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, you're like, I'm just, you're like, yeah, hey, you I know, I was just studying talking. this yeah. other day. You're starting the conversation yeah. and then they yeah. like, well, over in Ezekiel, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. they, they got the input, but my dad would listen and then, uh, you know. So doing that, I remember uh, when he had passed, you know, I got a phone call because he was living in South Carolina at the time. And I remember this, man, I remember going outside, you know, um, and just saying, Lord, I thank you for um, every moment that you gave me with my father. And I appreciate it. You know, and that was kind of to kind of help me uh, not charge God foolish. Like, why are you taking my dad? When I was like, let me just start it off right. You know, right. because, you know, when somebody dies, you know, and I got siblings and, you know, it was a lot of uh, drama and things going on through that time with the family. So you got to be strong, man. Right. So it's like, you know, you, you got to find your different spots and areas to grieve. And like I said, for a young man being saved and, and looking to your dad for that advice that, you know, that's, that's a trial, you know, and it's like, man, it ain't no book on how to grieve. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And, right. And sometimes you don't know if you properly grieved or not, or if you still dealing with it. Right. You know? Right. Right. So it's like, you got to find like comfort in, in the word of God, you know, or comfort in things that he told you. I remember, uh, he told me uh, when I was young, he was like, man, whatever you do, don't don't you lose your joy. And I kind of stuck to that to keep, you know, I'm I'm like, I'm not a person that's like hard up. You know, you ain't going to catch me on a bad day, you know, type mm -hmm. of person. You know what I'm saying? You're going to you know who you're going to get when you get me. You know right. Right. I try to keep that same, you know, same. Like, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's how we are. Like, I would say everybody we like kind of deal with. And mm -hmm. mostly everybody is the same. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? That's I guess birds of a feather do fly together. Like, I yeah. try not to be like 
angry one day. That's how I can say that's how you really are. Like, I'm yeah. like, you know, we're going to laugh. We're yeah. going to, like, no matter what time. it is, yeah, right, yeah. it's going to be. And then when it's, like, but at the same time, like, I feel like, like you're saying, like, it's always the same. Um, and, and I didn't mean to cut you off on that, no, but, like, good. it's uh, that's important for Christians to be, too. Because mm -hmm. it's, like, people that aren't saved, they need to see that. Like, what yeah. if you, are you angry one day? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you just, like. Yeah, you just a moody person. Like I don't yeah. want to be a Christian. Like, <laughs> right, you right. kind of holy ghost. I don't yeah. want that. If yeah. it make you moody and yeah. Yeah. you always angry and you always like just on edge, like who wants to be around that? You know yeah. what I mean? Nobody wants to be around that. Um, and I think it's it's good. Like even like you said, when you at when you at work, yeah, especially people, when you're at work, yeah. So people to see like you yeah. the same person. I'm pretty sure people to see you like they know you grieving. But mm -hmm. you're still the same. That's probably meant something like, oh, something's he yeah. has to have something different than what we have, right? You know what I mean? They just never know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but you like he was grieving you. Um, was there anything like in the work you kind of mentioned a little bit, like mm -hmm. you know, standing on the word of God? Like, were there like scriptures or things you look to during that time? Um, man, I, I really just focused uh, developing a prayer life, you know, standing <laughs> communication with my heavenly father, right? You know, that that was important to me, like praying and just prayer kind of helped me get through it, like talking to God about it, you know, just having a conversation with him, mm -hmm. um, you know. And then, you know, you you busy like with ministry, street service and things like that, you know, and so much is going on, you know, uh, you you still trying to get your life together because you're young. So but I think, man, just trying to develop that that um, consecration or that consecrated life kind of really helped me get through that. You know, and that's that's what I'm going to anybody like, man, to to um, get a consecrated life. I remember I had got a book, um, E.M. Bounds, Power Through Prayer, mm -hmm. that I would read and had some good things of just, you know, stand in communication, you know, with God and things like that. So uh, really, I can't think of a scripture at the moment, um, but there's plenty of them. You know, I, can, I don't want to be cliche, you know, <laughs> be like uh, give you one of them cliche scriptures that I would stand on but it, it, it was just I, I think the real big thing was like staying in communication with God still being a part of service you know still having brothers you know the fellowship with you know staying busy things like that to kind of help you not putting yourself alone you know I think that's what time gets on people in trouble yeah. when they just get by themselves you know there's some times where you're going to be alone and you just want that time but just to continue in that so I'm glad I still had the streets my brothers you know going out on the streets uh, still had a, a great family church, you know, great pastor, great leadership. Uh, I remember uh, Lady D had called me, you know, at work and I was just, I'm just calling to check on you, see how you was doing and this yeah. and that. So that was really big, you know, and she wasn't even like considered the first lady yet, you know, when that happened. Yeah. So, but to get that phone call and then, you know, um, and uh, Apostle would talk to him, like, oh, you know, about it uh, on, one, on one occasion. Uh, so, but yeah, just, just having that, the leaders and this and that kind of help you through it. You got, especially being a big family. So yeah. that helps yeah. in the process. That is true. Like, like, you know, some people they'll go off by themselves and that's mm -hmm. what the enemy wants. Cause he can try to use anything. Right. Like you said, like there's no book on how to grieve. There's no step by step process. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, there's no, like, I can't even say there's no right or wrong way. I yeah. mean, I would go, I guess the only wrong way would be to not allow yourself time to actually grieve. You right. know what I mean? But right. um, there's so many people that, you know, they start dealing with things and they, they get secluded. Yeah. Whether it's a loved one dying or something you're going through as a trial, you know, people will start distancing themselves from the church family and distancing themselves. I like how you said, like, 
keep your community. That's probably the 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 main time. It's time to mm -hmm. pray and mm -hmm. ask for direction. And I used to be like, man, it's gonna sound crazy, but I used to be like, oh, you know, I need God to speak. To, I know God will speak to you. I need mm -hmm. God to speak to me right here when I'm praying. I'm like, that's not, you know what I mean? So you're right. like, man, I didn't pray good because God didn't. Yeah. He didn't speak to me right there. So you down on yourself because yeah. he didn't say nothing right then. But I started real like, you know, as I studied the Bible, like they would pray. And they would just go go on because mm -hmm. you trust in God. Like yeah. I prayed, I gave it to Him, and yeah. He's gonna do whatever it is I it's, ask it's him. It's kind of like like therapy, you know, yeah. Almost, you know, just talking to God, just kind of getting up that weight off you, you know, yeah. of that that of that burden, man. And then you know, some people they don't know what to say or how to say it, <laughs> you know, or they don't know because uh, you know sometimes people will say things that's, that's not that's uh, insensitive when you're going through a thing. So it's like. You gotta have that that's that uh communication with God yeah. just to you know to to make it through those those comments. Uh, yeah, you know, some people say you know stupid stuff, you know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't, yeah, yeah. Now some people don't mean no harm. You'd be like, that was dumb. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But, why would you say that? Or what and, and they're, they're not paying attention. They yeah. not, they may not, they may think it's okay, but yeah. but sometimes like silence is the best thing, you know. Like I heard somebody say, uh, you know. Uh, go wash some dishes or something for somebody or, you know, bring a meal over. It ain't, it ain't always got to be a spoken word, you know, because, you know, we come from the church where everybody got a word. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody got encouragement. Right. You know, I get text messages a day from different people, you know, sending encouraging words <laughs> and this and that. So, and, you know, you appreciate it. But, uh, you know, and at, and at times I remember uh, friends, uh, they came, took me out to dinner. We just talked, had a good time. And it wasn't nobody just, you know, saying, oh, I know what you're going through. Because they don't, you know, you know, people lose stuff all the time. You may you may have lost your father or your mother, uh, but I don't know how you how you feel. I can't say, oh, I know what you're going through. Right. Right. You know, I may not have been in the same. Yeah, in like the we same. May, you may not have been in the same relationship. It may not have been what's going, like you don't really know. Everybody mm -hmm. has a different. That's why that's why that's why I love doing this, because everybody's journey is different. Yeah. You know, what I mean, everybody you can have something that seems the same, mm -hmm. but. I mean, the way you have to deal with it may not may be totally different. So yeah. everybody's journey is is totally different. You can take somebody that one person that has cancer, right. another person that has cancer, and their situations are totally different in how they have to go through those actual journeys. So that's the difficulty in ministry too. You know, <laughs> yeah, where you be like, "Hey, uh, God can hear you cancer," and they're like, "I didn't had it for fifty plus <laughs> years." You know, you ain't had no cancer, so what are you talking about? So, yeah, yeah, and then like, uh, yeah, like the one friend who. And then just dealing with people. I was about to say yeah. that one friend, I remember, I wasn't there, but y'all told me about the guy that was blind that wanted to be prayed for. <laughs> and then the uh, our friend went to pray for him. He was like, he wasn't, he, he was like, what happened, brother? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, remember that? you know, because then sometimes people, they really don't want nothing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and like you said, it's a devil, like in ministry, it's like, this person really wants something? Do they mm -hmm. not really want something? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, because I can, Sometimes I can try to give you word all day, you right. know what I mean? But it, it, it really takes God to heal you and, right. and 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 mold you and give you direction. You know what I mean? It's only so much the minister can do. People may not like to hear that, but it's only so much. Yeah. I mean, I can pray the prayer of faith, but if mm -hmm. you don't believe. I mean, yeah, if you don't believe, yeah, it ain't, ain't going to work out. It ain't going to do nothing for you. Yeah. Uh, I know you said you like music. During that time, I'm pretty sure there was some songs you was had on repeat yeah. during those times. and. Yeah, well, even I mean, I remember I had a crappy warehouse job, man, and uh, I was like, bro, I got to do better. And uh, sister, uh, 
uh, Bower, I believe. Sister Bower used to sing a song like, uh, <laughs> I must tell Jesus. Oh, yeah. I can't bear all these, uh, these burdens alone. Yeah. Man, I used to just hum that at work, boy, because it was like, uh, you know, warehouse hot in the summers, cold in the winters. You know, I remember I got my first paycheck. I went to cry. I was like, I don't want two weeks. <laughs> what is this? You know, you look at that paycheck. I was like, man, this, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to get me a new suit for church. Yeah. I'm like, man, this wasn't nothing, nothing to do nothing with. But uh, I did. I remember uh, Tremaine Hawkins. She had a song. Um, um, man, what's that song? She had a song. What shall I do? Yeah. You know, what steps shall I take? You know, but uh, uh, that song right there got me a lot of through things. And, and you know, it is saying, well, I'm just going to wait, you know, for an answer from him. So that that song got me through a lot. Uh, Tremaine, because I like the old school songs, man. Gospel, yeah. man. I, like I heard in a previous podcast, you was talking about Azusa Street. Bro, that was my Sunday morning uh, worship with my mama. She had the the, the tapes, yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, part one and part two. So yeah, it was either listening to Azusa Street, uh, you know, the churches, or it was listening to uh, Carlton Pearson. He did a recording, uh, I think it was in DC or something like that. So she would just interchange them two DVDs every morning, getting ready for church. So, man, I, I love the old school song. That's why I said like that. Uh, I must tell Jesus, and I'm going to wait. The choir songs. No, you know the thing we grew up with on Ewan, man. Right. You know those songs, the kind of the hymns too, man. I, I love. They sound like they were born out of actual like yes. trials. I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not saying people's songs today aren't, but yeah. those things, like they were actual. You can say that <laughs> they were born out of actual. Today's like, songs are picked out of songs. Like, okay, that's good. <laughs> that song verse rhyme. Yeah, that song got to that. Yeah, that's exactly. You mean that's or, how it sounds. Lift them up. Yeah, we that's got how about it's twenty songs. verses of lift them up. Lift them up. Lift all them or something about. <laughs> Me, right? Yeah. I ain't gonna tell you a song about. Well, you you probably know the one I hate. The uh, um, what is it? My name is Victory. Like, <laughs> I hate that song. But all of his his songs are unbiblical. <laughs> Let's go back to Eden. <laughs> I hate I hate that song. It's just like it's about yeah. me, 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 yeah. VV. It's yeah. like nothing about the Lord. So, yeah. Like I, I don't really I don't really rock with songs like that. I just clap because it's a good beat. Yeah. <laughs> I clap. Yeah. Um, but uh. I mean, of course, we like again those old songs. It's like, even if like you like you know, like you said, you've had a long day at work, and you're like, okay, I just want to kind of go and then still a way to pray. Sometimes mm-hmm. those songs help get your mind, you yeah. know, away from everything, and where yeah. you can kind of focus on the 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 Lord. And yeah. then now you be like, that's me. Sometimes I get in there, and then I, I and that's time to turn the music down because I'm in the mode of just wanting to talk to God. And yeah. like you said, pour out your heart. It feels like therapy once you kind of. Yeah. come out and then you've emptied yourself and you're just like, I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know, because you get to a point where you're like, I got, I know you're listening. You ain't got to say nothing, Yeah, but I know you're listening to yeah. what I'm saying. So it's, Yeah, it's like a song for every season, man. Like, I know uh, in worship, man, I, I love, I still love this song today, um, uh, Israel, uh, Alpha and Omega. Oh, yeah. Well, I had that on repeat. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I thought uh, uh, Total Praise was like, you know, but then he came with uh if you would just trust me. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, so d- different songs like that in different seasons. But I, I like I said, I love gospel music, man. That's that's my heart. But yeah, those songs like that, man, it it'll, it'll definitely bring you through. Them songs that got some meat, you know, and potatoes with them, man. Yeah, because so. it, it did put your mind back on the Lord. And mm-hmm. sometimes it sets the stage too, like for you to go like study mm-hmm. your word and yeah. doing a lot of things. And um I, I guess I would say, um, I mean, being a minister, maybe it'd be, uh, I don't know, being appropriate, like questions to be like, you know, you, we've been, you've been in 
been preaching for a while now. So, like, is there any like things that with ministry that you like you found to be a struggle, but like you know, over time has taught you like better, like from studying to praying and how to seek the God. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like as ministers, we're getting older now. We probably can give it a little advice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know everything, but yeah. the stuff I've learned, you know, yeah. from even preaching and dealing with people and talking yeah. to people on the streets, because mm-hmm. I mean, that's something we've we've done. Like right. you think about it now, man. Like, like when I first got saved, I started going with y'all on the streets. Um, I I think I waited a year, but mm-hmm. like 2009, so that's it's 2023. 20, yeah. So it's been a while, you know, that, that we've been, wow. we've been doing this. And so you learn like how to talk to people, how not to talk how to not people. To... <laughs> you know who wrote the Bible? <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I remember <laughs> You know, those, those yeah. like good and like, yeah. you know, times right. And not to like, not to be like, oh, this is what we did. It's not like that, but yeah. it's like, like that's something we very and of course you know now we've gotten older you got family and you still mm-hmm. try to get out as much as you can just mm-hmm. you know you do have to it's changed, though, man. yeah <laughs> you can't but like i mean we would go all day you know passing yeah. our tracks and witnessing and stuff that nobody could see nobody nobody did we didn't do it for yeah we have facebook live facebook <laughs> we didn't have our phone because like nobody's yeah. thinking about yeah. like recording anything or doing anything we like in the moment right trying to see who can like who you can get so like any like thing you could maybe advice you can give them like hey man this is how you witness talking to people things like that um maybe you're some of your experience in learning yeah i would say uh with anything man it is discipline and routine because a lot of times man young ministers uh you can get caught up in just like the preaching the part of it right but not have that like relationship you Mm. know yeah, uh, with God. So a lot of times I would say, man, uh, I feel like like you were saying when we was young, um, it was youth service, uh, streets. And I remember times I was unemployed and Kevin like, hey, you want to go out? So I was out like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Sometimes we'll go out on, you know, we had a real good service on Sunday, but we felt like it was Pentecost. We go out on the Sunday. Yeah. You know, and we had no. uh uh, outpour it in, no, like on yeah. a consistent basis, like that. Yeah. But I think developing that routine, you know, and then uh, uh, a good study habit, because sometimes, man, it's like you had to study because you you knew you was going out on the streets every day, so you had to find. <laughs> you want to be out there, like, uh, and you don't know if you're gonna yeah. minister or not, yeah. and then you don't know, like, yeah. you don't know the people you're gonna encounter. I remember we yeah. like we rode the train for like the West End, yeah, like. One time, and then had to ride that sucker back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you just don't know, like, yeah. and you and you you learn. Um, yeah. I think with the witnessing aspect, you know, it's it's like fishing, man. You know, you ain't gonna just catch every time. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like you don't have to be so aggressive. We know time is winding up, but sometimes just listening to a person, I found to be like a good witnessing tool. You yeah, know, just being that that ear. Right. person yeah and then as god will lead you to drop certain gems you know into a person or, or, or certain uh things they can take away to where they'll want to come back and hear from you again right you know so it, it's really a because you know we got loved ones man that's not saved and um that's that's my heart you know my family to be saved so there's there's things that i would do like even if it's sending the scripture or encouraging them 
you know, um, about the Lord, you know, sometimes it's just like a motivational thing, you know, or sometimes it's just being consistent to where like, Hey, I'm here. You can call me. So every time you call me, you ain't going to get like, Hey, you're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you don't stop what you're doing. You know, right. and a lot of times people know, you know, they yeah. done been, you know, you got family that have been in the church or you got family, you done brought the church with you. So they know, uh, they life ain't lined up. Then sometimes there's a tension when they with you, yeah, you know, but you know, you're not, and it's just like maybe the spirit or, you know, the, the atmosphere in your home. Cause you ain't drinking, you ain't smoking, you ain't cussing. So it's going to be like a little tension or this uh, respect. So I think, man, just listening to a person, um, you know, really, really listening and just really, uh, understanding what they're going through because we was, you know, once not saved and people tried to talk to us and we weren't trying to hear. It, trying to hear it all. Yeah, yeah. So you know, every every witness and opportunity is gonna be like a huge altar call, you know, experience where you're gonna be laying hands and they're gonna be filled with the Holy Ghost yeah. type of situation. It's one water, right? One yeah. prince and yeah. God that's gonna give them an increase. And I think sometimes we get we try to give them the increase. Right. Right. Be, right. I want to I want to yeah, water plant and then I want uh, yeah. the I want to make the plant grow. <laughs> like you can't do it all. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And clean the fish. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, you, know. you want to do it all. And if I like that, like you just have to be able to be uh allow God to use you in whatever state it is. And I mean that's what I've learned too. Like you said, like listen, I think that's big because people want to say what they've studied. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I've been studying this. You're going to get this. And mm -hmm. you're like, well, no, nah, you need to listen to what this person is saying. Because yeah. the bar, uh, I forget what scripture is, that, but I know he talks about like when in that self-same hour, like he'll give you exactly what to right. say. And I know that scripture isn't talking about like witnessing, but, mm -hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit, he'll give you exactly what to say when it's time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? That That's a part of like, especially being a minister, to know how to move with the spirit, mm -hmm. listen for the voice of God. Like you said, so you have to put that time in when you by yourself, right? So that when you're out there witnessing, it's not yeah, about just out. what, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, well, well, Revelation <laughs> said, like, you ain't gotta come out with no tablet with no uh, <laughs> three points of witnessing. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean? Because yeah. people, yeah. like, they, they're people. You know right. what I mean? And that's right. like, like we always talk about, like, and so you, you, you do want to like uh, appeal to their emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Like they see mm -hmm. what's wrong with them, see what has them, and like you can hear it sometimes, like. Mm -hmm. What has a person's been, and then sometimes just listen, they'll start spilling their, yeah. their whole life, yeah. and that, and that's when the Lord will give you yeah. a chance to like, oh, okay, well you don't have to be like that, you yeah. don't have to like, blah blah, like if you try, yeah. sound like you try it is, because they may start off talking about, mm -hmm. you know, they ain't got no money, but mm -hmm. really, you know, what I mean, they're tired of being used and abused or right. something that, like you know what I mean. So, mm -hmm. just it's really important to listen. I mean. Although we ministers, it ain't just for us. It's for us to win the right. kingdom and build right. the kingdom of God. Like I always say, I do the work of evangelists. I don't want to have this, you know, this stigma like I'm just somebody. Because yeah. we, we we ain't, you know, we get to heaven, man. You know, I'll be on the, the bottom. You got, like, I'm not calling you evangelist. <laughs> Davenport in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just in heaven now. So. Uh, excuse me, Moses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like we get yeah. like that's that's all what we all trying to agree. We just trying to be yeah. as long as I'm brother CJ and I get to yeah. go through them pearly gates, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, right? I, that's I, all. I, I want to be a witness. I want my life. You know, I want people to see. Uh, you know, the life that I, I preach about. You know, and that's that's the important thing because it's gonna preach more than a, the sermon. You know, right. than, than a pastor preach your life. You know. Uh, like the, that scripture says, we read among men, you know, we're walking epistles, you know. So you, um, your everyday life, man, people, people looking at you that you don't even know looking at you. You know, we hear testimonies about people at work uh, where they, you know, working for them for years. And then I remember, uh, I think it was one of the um, bishops was telling the testimony about 
him working with somebody and um, years later, this person gets saved. And it's like, yeah, you was encouraging me. And he never really witnessed to him like that, but he just knew he had a, a life. Yeah. And he, he, he's like, man, I, I want to be like this. Uh, I want to do what he does. And that's what sometimes people, man, they looking for out. Like some people, man, everybody don't want to be on drugs. You know, everybody don't want to uh, be cheating on their spouse. Everybody don't want to do this. Sometimes, man, it's just how they cope with what they ever they dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, the stress, you know, especially in this mental health age where everybody suicides going right, up right. and all this. So it's like, how can I cope through this? You know, us growing up in church, we, we knew, Hey, I need to go down to the altar or I need to pray. I need to talk to another. We knew, a way out, but a lot of times these people in in the world, man, they don't know. It's like all I know is weed, or all I know is uh, sex, all I know is drugs. You know, so it's like you know you have had to listen to ear to find out, like, hey, that, there's a better way, man. There's there's a better life over in holiness, like uh, Elder Pastor Judy Beck. I always say, this is the only life that makes sense. The only life that makes sense, I love that, it. and that's the best part about being a part of a ministry like this because you're like, man. You know, oh, this makes sense. Living like this makes sense. So I didn't have to go from the streets and be like, still, uh, I'm making uh, 30,000 a day selling dope. I don't know if I can get a regular job (laughs) in the church, but. And and I I love it because, like, you made me think about, like, somebody said, I I, I believe it was uh, Bishop Cannon talks about, he even said, like, 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 even if it was no heaven, this just a good life to live. It's just a good life to live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Yeah. I ain't got to look over my shoulder. Right. I ain't got to watch you coming. Right. Uh, I, like you say, like people they don't want to cheat on their spouse. Yeah, they yeah. live in like, am I, it's like all this drama. Got to hide this. I got to <laughs> live like this. Yeah, people that you know that's bound by alcohol and they right. go to work, but they right. drink their checkup and they like, I just want to make it home. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without without, mm-hmm. without spending all my money on alcohol. Yeah. Or, um, just like so many people that deal with so many things, and like again, like as ministers, it's our job to show them, like, hey man, there's a yeah, another better way. You the know, streets I mean? would teach you that, man. That's that's what you kind of see in the streets, like people, like you know, we we see them, man, doing all kinds of things, but you can tell, like, bro, they don't they don't want to do this. This is this only thing they know to cope. You yeah, know? you 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 don't grow up saying I want to be bound on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't you don't you don't grow up saying I want to be a prostitute when I get when I become an adult. Right. Or I want to be a drug dealer. You know, you no 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 three year olds like, yeah, I want to be a drug dealer, right? Like that's not <laughs> right. what they see, right? right. Like yeah. that's not what you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um and so when people get bound by these things, I get it, it's hard to let go. And that's what we have to show them, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, and um the Bible talks about with love and kindness yeah. have I drawn thee, right? Um, and it's, 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 I think somebody said, we got to love them, but we ain't got the kindness part down. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that's the truth, right? A yeah. lot of times people got, they love people, but mm-hmm. they ain't got the kindness part down at all. And you, you do have to remember, I have to be kind, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. to people and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so we, uh, we don't know how to, you know, make sure like, you're not just being real. Like, you know, some yeah. people that go to people, you're going to hell. You're like, they don't <laughs> yeah. even know you. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And so you think they want to hear anything you have to say after that. It's yeah. it's it's being wise, right? Like yeah. the serpent, harmless of the dove. That's right. that's, that's that's actually what they say. I just heard, <laughs> they said yeah. we ought to be wise, but we ain't harmless. <laughs> like our uh our boy uh Leonard Ravenhill when he was preaching and he said, uh, you know the sweetest thing they said about Jesus. This man received sinners. The Pharisees said, This man received sinners. And that's, I kind of took that to heart. It's like, you know, you don't have to be with them. You ain't got to talk about the stuff they talk about, but it ought to be something uh, that draws uh, them to you, you know, something they see different. You know, I, I, you know, I don't have to be, you know, play the same games they play or, 
or watch the same things they watch or have the same conversation. But there would be a point in time where they're like, oh, man, this man got something to say or this lady got something to say, you know, that, that can add to my life. You know, yeah. you know so that, that that piece. That's a blessing. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to thank you for coming by. Before I get here, I would try to ask people, you know, like before we leave, mm-hmm. is there anything you want to leave to the listeners? Anything that's on your heart? Why? It could be encouragement. It could be, you know, after you just said all that stuff about drawing people in, you can tell people they're going to hell. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> you want to do. I'm like, man, it's over already. I'm like, man, CJ, give me like a 20-minute podcast when I... <laughs> For my first one, people get like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's been an hour. I don't know how long it's been. It feels like, like 15 it's, minutes. No, nah, it's been a while. Yeah. But uh, I would just tell people, man, to stay encouraged. You know, uh, these are some rough times that we're um, living in. And like I said, a lot of people are going through a lot of mental issues, even in the church and outside of church. Like anxiety is big. Depression is big. You know, people trying to figure out, like, you know, if they're going to have a job tomorrow with all these things, you know, all these companies laying off. So I would just say, stay encouraged, you know, that God can do anything. I remember Bishop G Patterson saying, if you can have it, God can heal it, you know, so he can heal a broken heart. You know, he can heal um, a sick soul, you know, sick in body, you know, he, he can do anything. So I would just say, you know, put your trust in him. You know, that's what we have to do because we can't put our trust in the politicians, you know, we can't put our trust, you know, in the, the banks. You know, if you bank with a certain bank, you may have not got your money. You know, you <laughs> say that. Yeah. So it's like it, it's some crazy time. So we we have nothing but to do is to draw close to God and just give him a yes. And that's what I realized in ministry, man. It's more than one. Yes. It's like it's like a seasons of yes. Yeah. Because, you know, you say yes to salvation and then it's like, oh, God is calling you to something else. And you got to say yes to that, too, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's going to come with trials. It's going to come with a battle. Mm-hmm. Don't come with a fight. You know, there's certain yeses to where, like, you know, me and you, it's like with, with preaching, it's like, you know, I don't I don't know if I want to be that. So you have to say that that yes. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah. You're so like... I would just say, man, be encouraged, you know, uh, stick with God, stay with God. You know, he'll work things out. Yeah. So blessing. I know people be blessed by this 15 minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll be able to have some more. Yeah. Things where you can come back and kind of talk. I know we talked about a few things, uh, having you come back and talk. I mean, people probably shocked at all the wisdom and things that you have and things you have to speak about. I mean, yeah. you're more quiet, probably. Yeah. And so people are like probably shocked. Well, I'm like, man, he, he knows the word and he knows a lot about ministry because, again, not only have you like you've lived it, you've seen it live, you've lived mm-hmm. it. And so, uh, again, we can have, have you come back to just talk about some other awesome. stuff, too. Uh, but I do want to thank you for stopping by today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro.